Hi, and welcome to the podcast. It's been a long time. Well, it hasn't been that long. It's probably been a couple of months. I recently had someone ask me about friendship and how to know if you can allow someone in your inner circle. And so I'm going to do a really brief podcast today on that. The people that we spend our time with reflects the person that we are. And it also reflects the person that we will become or become by having those people in our lives because of their influence. So it's really important that our inner circle is only a special chosen few. And when I have many friends, but my really close friends are a very, very small, tight circle because I know, and many of us know, that real friends are hard to come by. And when they do come along, we nurture them because those people help us become better people. This isn't to say that friendships aren't turbulent and that turbulent friendships and relationships are not impactful. They are. They can be. They're not always going to be smooth. And we can learn a lot from friends and the people that we allow in our lives. But this is going to be specific to knowing how to gauge whether a person is worthy of being in your inner circle. Relationships with our family and friends are really important in our lives. And friends can become family. And yes, people say, well, you can't choose your family, but you can choose your friends. And you get what you get with family. And sometimes you get what you get with friends if you are not discerning. So your friends should be people that you trust the most. Really in your inner circle, they have to be people that you have gotten to know over a period of time, not just three months or six months, but over a long period of time. You have observed them, you've interacted with them, you've spent enough time with them, you listen to what they're saying to you. These are people that you share your innermost thoughts and feelings with. These are the people that you will make plans with. These are people that you rely upon. And relying upon somebody is different from being dependent upon someone. Dependency breeds contempt. And while someone who is reliable or a person of their word and follows through and has integrity, those are the inner circle friends because they lift us up. They talk us through problems. They help us come to solutions that work for us. They honor our needs and they help us understand ourselves so that we grow. And sure, outer circle friends can often do the same thing, but we do not share with them our deepest, most inner thoughts. So over time, a few friends will make their way into our inner circle. And the closer you are, the more you should be growing with them mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. And relationships, like any relationships, will be 60-40, 70-30, and they should always be swinging back so that each person has a give and take where you don't feel like you're doing all the giving. And so this is why it's important right away to establish what I call your non-negotiables. Really early on, get that out of the way. Non-negotiables mean you're going to have to know yourself. So here's a few pointers that I use for choosing 
friends and allowing them into my inner circle. Loyalty is the number one at the top of my list. And if someone is in your inner circle or my inner circle, then they're going to be privy to sensitive information. And I establish early on that what I share may not be shared with other people, period. And I want people to ask me if it's something sensitive. And so the way to do this is to be sure that your inner circle friend has the same values that you have. And again, knowing someone takes time. So you're, you are not going to know this right away. So you need to be aware that not every friendship is going to be forever because some people pass through our lives and some people have a specific role to play in our life. They teach us something. And some people come in and you say, well, what did I learn if I was hurt by a friend? That's what you need to go back, do a rewind, and relook at the events that led up to that. What things did you miss? This is how you learn a lot. People teach us a lot. A lot of us have friends that come in and out, and we enjoy them and we love them, but they aren't meant to be in our inner circle. And I've had a couple of really close friends who I thought would be with me for life, but those friendships ended as abruptly as they began. And I have friends that I can go months or longer without seeing or talking to them, but I know that if I needed them or if I needed something, they would drop everything and they would come and help me or they would give me whatever I need. And this is how most of my close friendships are. There's tremendous love and respect and the freedom to do what we need to do to become our best self. And this is the kind of person that I want in my inner circle. So you make your priorities, you have priorities, you have standards, you have values and expectations, and you make this all really clear from the start. And if you don't have those things, you need to establish them because you're probably going to have a lot of willy-nilly friends coming in and out. And that's fine too, if that's what works for you. But this specific person asked me this specific question. And so I thought it was valuable. And this means that you have to know yourself. That means you have to know what you value because a real friend is going to support you and show that they support you by their actions. And they're going to show you in their words. You see what they say and what they do matches up. So if they don't, you may want to keep them in your outer circle because relationships give and take, and we have to support and care for others and they need to support and care for us. Remember it's that balance. And, it, and the pendulum will swing a little bit back and forth. Sometimes friends will be more needy if they're going through a divorce or they've lost a parent or they've become ill or whatever it is. You can still be honest with them and truthful with them and have your feelings. But many times we're going to be giving more. You need to know how to replenish yourself when a friend is going through that without divulging any information to anybody else. And you have to learn how to deal with that and vice versa. And then it'll swing back. All right. So the other thing that's important to me is privacy. We all have things that we may not want to share. And if we do share it, it needs to be on our terms. So someone who belongs in our inner circle will understand that and they will respect that. They're not going to try and push. They're not going to try and invade privacy. They're going to offer support. 
They're going to wait for you to find the courage or confidence or whatever it is that you need to share this with them. And they also know that if you never choose to share it, they will support your decision. So a real friend will just leave it at that. You don't need to say it. They don't need to know it. They don't need to hear it. And they're probably guessing anyway, and they know that. My cat's chiming in on that one. So yeah, he weighs in that that's a yes. They're going to let you know that they're there for you. They're going to offer reassurance and they're going to hold your hand and they're going to offer help. But what they won't do is they won't force your hand and they're not going to dig into your private life behind your back. They're not going to discuss you with others because a true friend doesn't push or ask questions that make you uncomfortable. And they know that it's none of their business. That's the bottom line. Because to love another person does not mean that you need to have access to their innermost thoughts and feelings, to their things that they hold most private. To love another person is to respect their privacy. Because love just loves. It isn't conditional. If a person or someone that you're considering as a friend in your inner circle makes you feel that this is a condition, you need to keep them in your outer circle. Let people know up front that you value privacy and you respect privacy. And now we come to respect. And this is for me, if there is any prerequisite for a relationship, and I, I don't know how I would put these in any order because respect is at the top of the list. And no one should be allowed to enter your inner circle without mutual respect. And if you don't know what respect is, then you better find that out for yourself. A close friend will sometimes cross a line and they will realize what they've done and they apologize. You know, friends aren't mind readers. And if you feel disrespected, speak up. Because what ensues from that conversation will tell you a lot about your friendship. And if you doubt the respect of your friend, think about the consequences of letting them in. Respect is not simply people admiring you or being polite or flattering you. It's accepting and supporting your decisions, your truth, even if they might not agree with you. Respect encourages you to pursue your goals, to chase those crazy dreams that you have, and they want for you to succeed. And when you succeed, they succeed, and vice versa. You see, what success looks like is very individual. And if that's not the exchange, get them in the outer circle. The last that I love with my friends is we all have our own vision, our own dream, our own life about how we're going to grow, what we want, why we're here. And our friends play a really crucial role in our development as a human being. And your friends have a strong interest in you growing as a human being, or they need to, they should, there's, you know, that word should, but how we each contribute to our, each other's lives is really important. Communication is another key factor. For me, communication is all about healthy relationships, remaining healthy, even in those really difficult communicative times. You know, having similar hobbies doesn't mean that you can have somebody in your inner circle or they're going to be your friend. Those people can just be acquaintances. You can keep them in the outer circle. They're just fun to hang with. You go stand up paddling with them. You go surfing with them. 
whatever it may be. Maybe you do tennis doubles. They're not your best friend. They're just a friend that you really enjoy. And be aware when people use flattering words and, and when their actions seem as they're doing one thing and saying another, like I said before, or, or you know, are they going out of their way to help you? Are they over the top? Those are really important things too. What is the need behind that? Because sometimes we're so needy, we say, my God, this is person is a godsend. And they are. But what you don't realize is that they're expecting something from you. And this is when you have to speak up and communicate. You may have to say to them, I don't know, you know what you expect from me, but I want, I'm just so grateful that you're helping me. And get an idea because sometimes you don't want to take help if it's, something is going to be heaped on you in the future. But if you do take that help, you better be willing to give something back in the future because it'll create something that's very uncomfortable. That's why communication is key. So what I do is I consider the depth of my communication with somebody before I admit them into my inner circle. And I consider, am I being heard? Do they hear me? Do I hear them? Understanding the way that I communicate and the way that they communicate is very important because, for example, it might be really important for you to hear the words while other people feel that you should be able to re read their body language and social cues. In other words, their looks, their gestures. And to me, that can be very manipulative. And I want to hear the words. And a lot of times I will say, you know, I noticed that you acted like this or you turned away or you said this. And they can't tell me what they're feeling. And so I keep that convoluted misery that will ensue from that in my outer circle. So you do your best to communicate with someone and we're not always really great at communicating. We might feel inhibited. We might be afraid of how someone is going to react or we just are afraid to say our truth, speak our truth. But do your best because when you allow someone in your inner circle, you should know that they're very adept at reading you and reading your body language. It's as though we develop a sixth sense with our friends. I can even feel them from afar when they're not with me and they can feel me too. We pick up on each other's thoughts and you just know what you know and you'll pick up the phone to call them and vice versa. I'm sure everyone listening has experienced that. Now, this is over a period of time. This doesn't mean that just because someone feels you and says, hey, I had a weird feeling about you or I had a dream about you, that you allow them into your inner circle. It's ridiculous. You have to think, use reason, and also go with your feelings because the mind and the feelings, they're never separate. They're one. So the value of taking time to get to know someone, notice when someone's on the same page as you are. And pay attention to the value of someone not being on the same page. And because sometimes we learn the most from those people. Some of the best friendships are born from friends that or people that we believe are completely opposite of us and their thinking. That's beautiful. You know, it's good to, to have a flexible mind and be open to other people's ideas and ways of thinking instead of being rigid and inflexible. Good communication should be a prerequisite for inner circle privileges and friendship, period.
for me, I find that there is time in understanding. So it goes like this, time in, that's so important. Understanding each other, meaning differences, likenesses, loyalty is very important to me. Respect, communication is very important. And within reason, honesty, because we all know that we go, I was just being honest when you really hurt somebody, you slayed them to manipulate them. Check yourself. And also be in tune if they slay you to get a reaction from you. You need to check that. People that are in our inner circle should hold a place in our hearts and they should feel special to us. And we should feel special to them. And we should feel that. Your inner circle should love and accept you just as you are. They should congratulate your wins. They should offer us constructive criticism when it's appropriate. Just like that honesty, it's when it's appropriate. They should listen and really hear us. And ultimately, they should want your happiness, even at the risk of no longer being friends. So if you don't know where to begin with all your, the information you just received, start with your non-negotiables and then sit back and look at them. Are you letting people in your life that are good people? Or are you so emotionally constipated that you're afraid to let people in and your non-negotiables are 60 feet long? You know, these are all really good questions to ask ourselves. Never be afraid to look at your own self because like I said, your friends in your life are a mirror of you. You become who you hang out with. You become who you think about, what you think about, and how you feel. Know what your non-negotiables are and then know what your negotiables are. Sometimes when I'll say to someone, what do you want? They'll say, I don't know. I'll say, then tell me what you don't want because that's how I'll figure out what you want. And these are things that change over time as you travel and traverse this earth with different friends. But this is the most important thing, your inner circle. And it should consist of loyal friends who are worthy of your care. They should be worthy of your time worthy of your respect, just as you are to them. Thank you for listening, and I hope you make the world a better place.